What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bravo Critics. I'm Arielle. And I'm Ricky. This is the place where we discuss pop culture news and all things Bravo. Here, we mention it all while making it nice. So grab a drink and hang with us. Everyone's a critic. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are back to it after a slightly little extended um, break due to some scheduling nonsense. I was on vacation and digging for crystals in Arkansas and, you know, just trying to live my best life. And sorry, we haven't been around to chat lately. Hashtag YOLO. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Girl, I feel like we have so much to talk about. There's been a lot that's happened since we last recorded, but... Lord, this week has had a lot of news as it is. Like, this is one of those weeks in Bravo where, like, you one piece of news or whatever drops and it feels like it's a fucking domino effect. I know. I feel like we were having a little lag there for a second. And then as soon as you start to get comfortable, shit hits the fan. And now we're back to moving at a full pace. And I am seeing some women on my screens that I have really missed. And I almost feel like, you know, we've had, we've gone down the rabbit hole. Anybody who's been here with us that follows me especially knows that I've been, you know, in the scandal of it all. But just this past week, we got to see our Atlanta ladies grace our screen. They came back, new season, a few new housewives. And I got to tell you, I'm here for it. I already think it's going to be a good season. Last, the last like season or two is okay, but this, this the premiere of this episode started out really good. When we're getting an activated candy on episode one, you know it's going to be a good season. You know there's nothing I love more about Atlanta than an activated candy. It's probably my favorite thing of all. And when she was telling this woman she wanted to headbutt her <laughs> 40 minutes into episode one, that's just, that's a recipe for an amazing season. And it was cracking me up because I was like, first of all, this fight is so confusing because it's like the whole fight started over. Candy allegedly said that this girl said that she knew Candy. But they were friends. But they were friends, but that never <laughs> happened. And the girl wanted to make sure that she knew that Candy, she didn't think Candy said that. And it's just like. And she's like, and I don't beg to be anybody's friend and I'm not, you know, needing to be your friend basically. And, but she, but I will say this team candy. Cause this girl came with that energy. We all know what she's doing. She's new to the Atlanta housewives. She's trying to make her mark. She came in too hot, classic mistake. And she's going to have to learn like everybody else does. So, and I got to say, Marlo's like, this one doesn't include me. Is this what Candy looks like when she's yelling at me? <laughs> I loved it. Marlo was really funny in this episode. So I'm sort of hoping she has like a good sort of like comeback season a little bit because she was doing a little bit too much last year. Yeah. Even Andy Cohen said that he was like, I was really disappointed to see how much Marlo was doing when she got her peach finally. But yeah, I'm, I'm- cracking me up, like listening in on that fight with Candy and that Courtney girl. Like, she was just like leaning like back behind her. She's like, what are you guys fighting about? Well, and it looks like we're going to have an interesting season again with Sheree and Kenya. And so it looks like that's going to be the dynamic where, you know, of course we got another cheating, not so good guy. We thought that Sheree maybe found a good one, but it looks like this guy's going to be a, you know, a sneaky link as well. So 
Bravo was doing the most with that um, one little clip of him pulling up his pants. I was like, excuse me, Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited for for this season. I think it's going to be um, a good one. We get Manetta. Is that how you say her name, Manetta? Yeah. I really like her. And uh, I am happy that they're already showing a lot of her that, you know, that she's going to be a really big part of this season. Now, you did mention something to me before we move on. You know, who we didn't see was Drew. Yeah. She was having a quote unquote family crisis coming from the mouth of the man who is the family crisis, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph <laughs> makes me want a Ralph. Um, and the funny thing is, so we think. Honestly, she I didn't even miss her. Well, you know what? I did. I actually did. I was like, okay, where's Drew? Because I like Drew. Um, and I think she didn't have a great season last season. So I'm hoping that I was hopeful that this was going to be a better season for her. But I don't think that that's going to be the case. Um, but I will say that I thought it was interesting if she was apparently having negotiation issues, but her husband was there. So did he sign his contract? And she didn't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's weird. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. I'm just like, hmm, okay. Yeah. I guess he'll show up anywhere that women are. Doesn't need to be paid for it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he, he will pay to... Okay, let me stop. Oh, anyway, my God. Let me stop. I'm just already obsessed with Sheree this season because when she said that thing about Candy, and she's like, the only time Candy's not talking about me is when she's eating or sucking dick. I was like, here we go. The ladies are off to the races. And she goes, not in the locker room, though. <laughs> <laughs> and so, then yeah. She was literally having a fucking beef with KFC on Twitter. I know. And then Popeye's got, Popeye's like, why am I involved? Because then she was like, I actually prefer Popeye's better. <laughs> I When KFC said, we've got lemonade if you're thirsty, I was like, yikes. Yeah. I was like, okay, there we go. But it makes sense because Candy and Ace um, are on the KFC commercials. They are, they, they are their brand ambassadors. So it's actually pretty funny. But so- all in all, fantastic season or episode one for Atlanta. I'm really looking forward to the season. We're going to definitely break down a lot more as the episodes go on. This is the first time we are touching on them, but not the last. So I'm excited. But you know what? I have to tell you, something I am glad is kind of coming to an end is Summer House. Because it has been not a great season. And... Unfortunately, it has been what I think may be either a pause for them, a reworking of some sort. I think we're going to get maybe a few specials or spinoffs that come from it. Um, but I don't really know the direction that Summer House is going to take. But, you know, we did get something great from this season, and that was Carla and Lindsay. They got engaged. So that just aired, I think this past week or so yeah i'm so happy for them and it's you know i don't want to like fully get into this because i feel like it's like a whole psychoanalysis but i i did hate seeing that danielle wasn't what you would expect a friend to react like you know i know that there's reasons she's got her own relationship problems she doesn't want to be cut out of the friendship of three people because now she's the third wheel yeah so, i mean it really sucks it's just I was a little bit surprised by the behavior because it's not the Danielle that we know. I, I agree. And after the season finished shooting, 
Danielle was very vocal about saying, like, you guys are going to see why things happened the way they did, why I feel the way I do. And I think that us as an audience were expecting to maybe see a little bit more um, of an explanation, but we did not see that. Now, there might be more that they're just not showing us, right? But unfortunately... The reunion, I guess. Yeah, you know, and so here's my stance on the um, mm -hmm. Danielle thing. One thing that is really important to me is consistency. And she has consistently been a good person and a good friend to everybody that she is close to. And I think that she did not behave the way she should have. And it was not a cute or great look. But I think that this is the time and she's the type of person that we give the grace to and we give the pass to because she's consistently showed us she's good and she's kind, but she can't be perfect. She's human, right? And she let her emotions get the best of her and she fucking spiraled and like was totally kind of bogus going to like literally every single person at the engagement party talking about how she didn't know about it and wanted to know when they knew about it and how they found out about it. It was wild. Like Paige was like, I'm just watching Danielle because I think she's starting to spiral and I'm nervous. So it wasn't a good look, but I think we need to give the girls some grace. And, you know, congratulations, Carl and Lindsay. And I hope that they can all work it out and that Danielle's at the wedding and that they can look back on this years from now and be like, remember that time that we... I screamed in a pillow when Carl told me he was going to propose to you. Remember let's that? Just pray, let's just pray that it's not like the start of Danielle's like villain era or something. God uh, damn. I actually, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I could be here for that too. I love Dan. <laughs> I love Danielle. So that's just where I'm at. So even if she showed her ass this season, I love Danielle. So, and I, and I ride for her. She's, she's probably my favorite girl on summer house and then you know and then page so yeah. i'm a tree hugger so you don't have to you know you don't have to defend your stance on anyone being in their unhinged era you know yeah, what that, i mean that is fucking apples and oranges <laughs> <laughs> but i was gonna say the one thing that i feel like is going to be sort of nice is that we're getting this new fresh summer house that premiered on sunday right after atlanta the summer house martha's vineyard um we've got all black cast and like historically you know affluent location for african-americans to vacation in the northeast and i i liked it a lot more than i thought i would um i have to tell you so it the the preview when i saw the trailer for the season i thought "Ooh, that looks really good but you know that's a mashup of all the most intense moments that they put in a trailer so i'm like okay but i have to tell you and so immediately i was like i'm gonna like this show but from the first episode, I really enjoyed it. Like, I was like, oh, wait, I'm invested. I'm getting invested in you guys. And it's episode one. So I'm invested in this dog. Oh I'm There's, a, you know what I mean? Like, what's up with this marriage? This guy's a little too controlling. Like, oh, her man is fine and he's in Germany. Okay. So, like, there's a lot of shit that's kind of, there's a lot of dynamics. And one thing that you pointed out, Ricky, because obviously you guys, like, we talk Bravo every day. We don't just save it for the podcast because we only record every couple weeks and we obviously can't contain ourselves for more than 20 minutes without sending some each other a screenshot of fucking something. And these but, episodes would be fucking five hours long if we didn't talk in between the recordings. So 
<laughs> no, but I mean, I have to tell you that when I, I watched it like during my lunch hour and I think I texted Ricky right after I was done watching it and I was like, okay, I'm here for this cast. I'm here for this show. I cannot wait for the rest of it. And so there you go. If they put regular Summer House on pause, then we still have Summer House Martha's Vineyard. And, and oh, and Ricky, this is what I was going to say. And then Ricky, when we talked, he told me, Ariel, they're bringing like three more people or like four more people next week. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. Cause like, as they kept on bringing people into the house during that first episode, I was like, oh my God, I'm having, a, first of all, I was having a hard time keeping up with everyone. Cause it's like, I always hate that when I do start a new show, I'm like, okay, I cannot remember anyone's names. You only remember the people that are like getting in trouble or the ones that everyone's like trying to hook up with. So I know Jordan and Amir and Bria. Oh yeah. We're going to have to have to learn all the names. Cause we're, I, that's going to, that's going to take a while for me. I mean, and we have John Legend's cousin on this show. Like, damn. Yeah, he was hot, too. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the thing about this cast is they're all pretty fucking hot. Yeah, four of the girls were, like, play were playmates or whatever. Wait, no. I'm sorry. One of the girls was the fourth and last playmate, I think, black playmate. And then the four girls, I think, worked at the club. And I think that the fourth girl that worked at the Playboy Bunny Club is coming next week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it I just love I love when these shows start out with like the organic relationships with people and maybe people that they hadn't seen in a while. It's going to be good. I'm like really looking forward to it. And and so again, episode 1, we will also be touching on Martha's Vineyard Summer House as the season goes on because I have a feeling this is going to be a doozy and it's going to give us some of that young fresh blood cuz it's a younger cast too. So, but they're like they seem more established. They're not like a young drunken like how VPR was when they first started. These people seem that they're more, I mean, we've got activists, we've got people who have really um, lived. And so yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a new episode. So, And the format is just a little bit different too, guys. Like they have like a confessional couch, which I sort of love. Like I'm sort of like, why didn't Summer House have this? I feel like they learned from Girls Trip. Like it's fun to have a confessional couch, you know, shit's popping off. You're going to go and like give a couple statements but this show, they're also there for just a solid 14 days. You know what this reminds me of? Two things. One, the confessional thing is very much Jersey Shore-like to me because Jersey Shore has been doing that for years. And the real world, right? That's what it was. Um, but I also feel like the house kind of reminds me of the house from the very first, um, very first season of Summer House. It's a nice house. It's gorgeous. It's stunning. For a second, when they showed an aerial view of it, I was like, is that the same house from the other summer house? I was like, wait, no, they're in Martha's Vineyard. That's not <laughs> the same house. But it it really looked. But then I'm like, have I seen this house on fucking a reality show before? Because this, this house looks so, like, doesn't it look familiar to you? It does look a little bit familiar. So I'm like, well, who knows? But... Yeah, Probably like Obama's house or something, or Oprah's house. Or Tyler Perry's. That's where like Prince Harry and Meghan stayed and shit when they came to go stay with Tyler, Tyler Perry. Love that. Oh gosh. Like we had this nice fun evening of all these premieres, and then it's like we wake up and that's like when the Bravo like new shit storm starts to hit the fan. And it's like Kim Zolcia could not let Roa start without her being in the middle of all of the news. Because guys, Kim and Croy are getting a divorce. I never thought that I would see the day. I honestly thought that they might be a couple that stays together. 
I sort of thought that too, partially because I feel like that's, he's not, the family that he comes from, like Montana, more conservative. I feel like he's the type that comes from the family. that's like, you work it out. You don't get divorced. Um, That's what I had some concerns (laughs) earlier on. I mean, I feel like they were also like very in love and stuff too, but I feel like. And they have young kids and like, they were just, I mean, they are literally up each other's ass. Yeah, I mean, but it doesn't surprise me at the same time because I feel like Kim wasn't probably willing to put in the same effort into their life and their marriage and stuff that she should. Because, I mean, you know, an hour before this news breaks, we find out they owe the federal government over a million dollars. So here's my thought. I heard this on Smith Sisters, and I don't disagree. It might be true. Maybe they knew that they had issues, so they're faking this divorce, and they're going to let one of them go down for it. And then I heard that, yes. And then the other one is going to stay financially sound. And then down the road, they can reconcile, which I think that that sounds more likely to me than doing some crooked shit than them actually getting divorced. I don't know. So we'll see. I just don't see Croy being shady. I mean, I don't like, you know, I agree. On TV for a while. I mean, I could see Kim doing it any day because, like, yeah. You know, like everyone's been talking about her gambling problems again. And there's that clip that surfaced from the show where she is talking about blowing $250,000 in the Bahamas gambling. And in the same scene, she's buying $1,200 worth of scratchers. Well, let's see who Brielle's going to have to blow to get them out of this. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, okay. I got to tell you, only time's going to tell. But what I am hoping and praying for, okay, is Sonia and Luann. I know. Raise our screens. At least we finally got to see like a little blurb about this show because was that the same day as the Kim stuff broke or was that like the next day? Because I felt like it was again one of those weeks where it's like bam, 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 bam. No, I feel like it was probably that same day. I think that they announced a few things that day. It was a weird news day. Like... We got the, and you know what? <clears throat> side note, side note, before we get into Sonia and Luann, because I also want to get your opinion on something when it comes to them. But I want to say they gave us a little announcement, right, of all the shows we can look forward to. And noticeably, noticeably absent was Family Karma. And what the fuck, Bravo? What the fuck? It was a little upsetting. And I feel like the family karma cast, like even today when we're recording this, I feel like they're trying to really push like for a campaign. Like, come on, like if you guys love this show, you're going to have to fight for it. I mean, and we are willing to fight for it. So if anybody from Bravo is listening to this, know that we love family karma. It is one of the best shows on television that you currently have on the air or maybe ever have had on the air. And it deserves way more love they didn't get a fucking reunion which was bullshit okay that they was gave us total bullshit i mean that season was phenomenal i lived for family karma the past few seasons and so we didn't get a reunion you're giving us announcements about all these other shows you know and hey we'll embrace them but like give them the respect that they deserve and bring them back for another season so you better be having a huge announcement well, for this month like crazy to me because this month is you A-A-P-I, know api i know that's it so they better exactly. be having a they've been huge doing this fucking commercial 
that focuses so heavily on, first of all, it's all family karma. And then they show like one little picture of crystal from Beverly Hills, but it's like, okay, so you're going to just, this is, this feels very like pride month. And it's like, okay, you can wave your pride flag during June, but you're just going to put it away after this and cancel this. Feels very mascotish. I know. I agree. So I'm like, you know what? I love Amrit. I love Amrit so much. I love his parents so much. I love Nicholas. I love this journey. I love their dog. I need to, I need it all. I need it. I need to see what happens with Monica and her shady ass boyfriend. I need to see where Brian Benny ends up. Can we please have Brian Benny on more shows? So I'm excited for him to be on Winter House. Like, so at least we have that little glimmer. They put Brian on something. So maybe, so they'll, maybe they'll be at BravoCon. They better be at BravoCon. They better be at BravoCon. They better be at BravoCon. And rant. If they're not, we're going to fucking rage <laughs> on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to your normally scheduled uh, episode. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it. we'll see what happens. I feel like they're, you know, there's probably also some stuff that they have that's like hidden. Like they keep on being like, oh, you know, there's no new housewives being developed and stuff like that. And it's like there have just been so many rumors. I feel like something's going to pop up at some point. But yeah, they're saying out here in Chicago by me or wherever they're saying they're not in the city of Chicago, but somewhere in Illinois. And, you know, I mean, it's not too far fetched. So back to the heart of our, you know, where this podcast started, Roni, we've got our ladies, Sonia Morgan and Luann Deliceps, who came to Illinois and they filmed Crappy Lake and they are going to be rolling that out soon. So that is something that we are so stoked for. I feel like it might be crappy. That's what David said. My husband it's like said, a fish. That's what David said to me. And I go, no, it's got to be crappy. No, it's definitely the fish. <laughs> that's I live in Oklahoma. I know these things. No, that's literally what my husband said. He goes, uh, I think it's crappy. Like the, he literally said that, like the fish. And I said, um, no, because it's Luann and Sonia. It's got to be crappy. Like, so now I can't wait to see how they say it. That's so funny. I, I so I don't know. I'm well, both ready. of my husbands corrected me, told me you're fucking <laughs> wrong, bitch. <laughs> I can't wait for that show. And like they were originally trying to say it might come on E, and then maybe they were saying it might be on Peacock. So I'm glad to see it's on Bravo. Bravo is apparently bringing everything back to Bravo because we got news also in the same release that Miami is going back to being premiering on Bravo and then Peacock the next day. Same with Below Deck Down Under, which if you remember, those were previously just on Peacock. The one downside to that is that on the Miami premiere days, we were getting three episodes and now we're not going to get that. Yeah, that does kind of suck. That was the only perk I feel about like Peacock because I feel like I already had Peacock because I have Xfinity, so I didn't have to pay extra for Peacock. But still, I was like, ooh. This is like a double perk because I don't have to pay for this and they get three episodes. <laughs> I know. Well, because like my thing is like, so what are we paying for Peacock for now? But, yeah. I mean, I guess Ultimate Girls Trip and then, um, you know, there's some other stuff that they announced this week. What um, else did they announce? As far as it. as far as Peacock stuff, they um, we'll get more into VPR in a minute. But when they released the trailer for the reunion, they also announced that on Peacock the next day after the reunion, they're going to be um, giving us um, extended and uncensored episodes. So we get to hear Lala call Raquel a cunt without a bleep. Oh, good times. And, you know, I got to tell you, a cunt she is. Yeah. 
if the shoe fits, <laughs> I feel like they should have been doing this for a long time. This whole uncensored thing. When we first got our first ultimate girls trip, I was like, okay, this better be like uncensored. Like, I don't need to see the tits, but just give me all the curse words. I want to hear the fucks. I want to hear like all of it. No, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I think I'm kind of excited for the season to be done because it's been a lot. So I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. OK, wait, you know what? Here's a little piece of information that just happened within the last 24 hours. Um, so, you know, the Roni ladies have been traveling and they were just currently in Texas. They are doing the same show that I actually saw them do a month or so ago. And gotta love it. Gotta love her. Ramona. Ramona, let it slip that they're going to be releasing some Roni legacy news in the coming days. Um, and that just the, like the way that Dorinda, like, because you can't see Dorinda's face, but she's obviously like looking over at her, like, are you dumb, bitch? <laughs> yeah, so I'm super excited and you know, we'll see if it happens on Monday, but there's something for us to look forward to. So I'm really excited about that. And Bravo and Cocktails reported this week that they are going to go forward with this. You know, we sort of manifested this, this whole idea of a Roni ultimate girls trip. And like I said last time, I wanted to be separate from the mainline ultimate girls trips just because Roni deserves its own thing. I want this to be a continuous thing for Roni, but what do you think about the cast? Like, let's talk about the cast that's rumored to be coming back. So they are saying it's rumored to be Luann, Sonia, Ramona, Dorinda, because those are all our classic OGs. And then they're bringing in Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone and Kristen Takeman. So, I mean, I'm actually pretty happy with that. I like really it. really happy. <laughs> and... I'm sorry, Jill, but you fucked yourself up by pushing too hard on the previous legacy. You've ruined what we were originally going to get. So, yeah, your ass is cut. You were replaced with Kristen Takeman, Joe. Basically, it's like she may not be pretty. She's not the sharpest sharpest school in the the shed, but I may not be the sharpest school in the shed, but I'm pretty. She may not be pretty. I'm so stupid. I said that the Um, other day, too. Didn't I make that? statement about myself yeah <laughs> i think it'll be good though if they if they get those ladies i'm so curious to know where they're gonna send them so know. who knows when we're gonna get that information allegedly it's gonna film in june though well and so word on the street was that bethany uh was the first housewife that andy approached about the legacy cast and she didn't completely shut it down but she basically said make me an offer you can't refuse and they didn't. And then, like, within the same breath, the next day, she went online and publicly bashed it. And, you know, that really pissed Andy off. So, I don't know. I don't know. not in a good place like they used to be. No. No. So, I don't know if Beth- Bethany will ever. I almost called her Beth. What? I don't know if Bethany will ever come back. But I don't think she's done yet. So, we'll see. But she's definitely not going to be on this portion. But I'm really excited for it. We have... So, okay, so maybe we'll get in a few days a premiere, month, date, confirmation of a cast, something. Or we may just get a confirmation of what we just happens. Yeah, exactly. And it's just so weird because I feel like Bethany is like this weird, unhinged person these days with these videos that she's doing on Instagram with like, 
the Dollar Tree halls and like she went to Olive Garden for apparently the very first time recently. I watched that entire video because I couldn't stop it. I was like, this is so fucking manic. <laughs> I didn't see. I heard about the Olive Garden one. I didn't watch it. Um, but I enjoy her food videos. I just don't like seeing her shovel so much food in her mouth. Um, but other than that, I really do like some of the recipes she makes. I'm like, hmm, I'll try that. So yeah. remember I almost bought her biscotti at like the whatever she was advertising at Christmas. You're like, Ariel, enough. Enough. Like, uh, yeah, you were Taylor Armstrong to me. You're like, enough, enough. <laughs> and, you know, we have um, also the OC ladies to look forward to. So that should be coming soon. We got that trailer, that little housewife-ass type trailer. And it looks like we're going to have uh, some good heat from Taylor and Tamara and Heather. And so I'm looking forward to this new season of OC, too. So we have a good we have a good um, summer lineup, I think, hopefully coming. But... Right now, really, the only thing that I personally care about is Vanderpump Rules. Well, exactly. And just real quick, I saw one tiny little blurb about this, and I haven't seen any further confirmation because I don't listen to Heather DeBro's podcast. But I saw someone was saying that she has said in her podcast that released today that she is not coming back for OC after this season. This season, I don't think is going to be a good season for her. I don't know what Tamara does to her, and I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. Because I'm always very, I'm not, I'm not usually a huge Tamara fan, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because Tamara gets like wild. You're like, damn bitch. But yeah, I'm curious to see how this will play out too. You know, Heather, Heather is very self-produced, so I think it could go either way. But like I was saying, I feel like until we get through all this Vanderpump madness, everything else is going to be overshadowed. Cause I mean, even Bravo changed their IG page to say, you know, the network that brings you Vanderpump rules. It's like, yes, I'm glad that you're finally seeing and that how, how much, what your number one is right now. And you're leaning into it, lean in baby, because it is what is going on in pop culture. It's on fucking CNN. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. I mean, so that was just like another crazy thing from this week with the release of the trailer. And like these episodes are just getting to be almost too much to even fucking take. Like, I can't even believe what we're watching on television right now. Yeah. And you guys, Ricky actually watched the most recent episode, which if you guys don't realize was supposed to be the original season finale for this season of Vanderpump Rules. Um, but then now it's not. And we still have one more episode because that's they picked cameras back up after news broke of the affair. So, and was this the first episode that they edited to be leaning more towards the Scandal stuff? Or no, no? there was actually um, last episode at the very beginning. Lala did a narration portion where they basically walked uh, everybody through. Allie seeing them at the Abbey at 2 a.m. and then her having a conversation with James. So Lala did an entire little narration portion that was recorded after Scandaval broke. There were also some confessionals that started to trickle in two episodes ago from after Scandaval. So you will have saw you probably won't notice it, Ricky, because you didn't watch the entire season. But most will notice you started to see new confessional looks. 
and you were like, okay, I haven't seen this all season. So obviously, like, while I had like a latex outfit type thing on, so I was like, okay, this is new. So that has, that's now starting to be kind of like edited. Well, it makes me also wonder which parts of this that they weren't originally planning on including because they're like, this is just such a weird storyline. Like, we don't want to yeah. like fuck Ari or yeah, Ariana's life up by putting all this bad stuff out there. Like, we're just like letting Raquel be the victim and then or the villain, and then they're like, wait a minute, like Raquel is the villain. Yeah, and like <laughs> you know, they keep saying, and I would say it, I'll say it over and over again. Raquel would have won this season had the news of Tom Scandival, or the Sandoval and her affair to like if that never happened, she would have won this season because she would have like looked like this independent girl who was finding her own voice. And who cares, obviously, in the grand scheme of things, if she did make out with Schwartz because she was not Katie's real friend. And you know what I mean? You could have been and like, they that was technically like together. Like, yeah, yeah. so you could have justified all, that. It would have made Katie just look like she was being completely irrational yep. again. Because, you know, I, I mean, first of all, no one wants to see their boyfriend or their ex-husband date. The, the, the amount of time they were together, like 12, 12 years. Yeah. Like making out with some stupid, dumb chick. And, yeah, and James's ex-fiance. I mean, there's so many dynamics. That's what makes it also so wrong. And then just to find out that like Tom Schwartz wasn't even the one that need everyone needed to be worried about. It was actually fucking Sandoval this whole time. Yeah. And I have a lot of I haven't been watching this whole season to have theories on everything else, but I have a lot of theories from this last episode. Guys, that episode was so fucking wild. Like we had Sandoval was obviously trying to play some games with Ariana by talking about their relationship and the struggles and stuff like that. And like when he was talking mm -hmm. about what he thinks quality yeah. time is, I was just like, okay. Yeah. This, that should have been your red flag that he's like fucking Raquel right there because that sounds like some dumbass shit she would say. It's so cringe and so sad. Like you noticed at the party at Sir at the end, Raquel um, Ariana leans up to Tom and goes, "I'm gonna get drunk tonight." And that was her way of telling him, like, we're going to have quality time together because this is what you want from me, for me to be drunk with you. So I'll come out and drink with you because that's all he cares about. And I'm like, that's fucking a 40 year old man. It's he looks like he lives in a box of marbles and he, you know, swims in a bottle of fucking or a can of Red Bull. It's just crazy to me. So I think that the cheating thing has always been his MO. And I think we're going to. There's been stuff that like people have talked about that comes out more. And Kristen talked about that when she was on Watch What Happens Live last week. And she was like, oh, yeah, there's like all sorts of people coming out of the woodwork now talking about it. And like there's apparently more information about this Miami girl. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. I think that he's always done this, but I feel like he's got some weird almost midlife crisis aspect to it For this sure. time, too. For sure. And I think that there's he's a scene. Fucking rock star with this young bitch. Like, I can't. I feel like they, and yeah, he's like paying this band out of his own pocket and when he should be investing that money in the bar or in his home that he took a second mortgage on. But I mean, that's just fucking crazy. But I think that in the episode, the now the finale that we'll see next week, um, I think that he tells Sheena there was another time. And I don't know if he's referencing Raquel 
I think he's referencing another woman. So we'll see what he says. But I have to tell you, the absolute kicker for me on this most recent episode was Ariana and Raquel talking to each other in the garden room at the bar. And Raquel was digging so deeply and, in my opinion, almost encouraging Ariana to end things with Tom Sandoval because it was so crazy. They're talking about her sex life. We should, it was the whole thing. It was single white female. It's just so awkward to try to have that conversation. It'd be one thing if those two were best friends, but she's also best friends with Tom. Like, that's where it's like, why are you asking all these questions? And the fact that Ariana just was so trusting of Raquel and so loving of her and such like a big sister, like you I never wrong. I like Ariana, but it's like almost making me just want to like shake that woman and be like, wake up, wake up. And it's, and it's one of those things. Let listen here. Let's call a spade a spade. Lala and James say that Raquel is dumb. Ariana, Sheena, they always defend Raquel. So let's be real honest, though. Ariana obviously thought that Raquel was dumb. She just didn't vocalize it because she never would have thought that this bitch could have been capable of doing something so diabolical like this. Well, in watching this episode, it makes you realize, like, Raquel is not stupid. She's playing games. She's enjoying it. She almost looks to me like she's having a fucking mental break. Like, I know. She's like giggling and like laughing and then like walking it. Like then she goes out to Katie. Okay. Hold on a second. Then she talks shit to Terry. Katie, Terry Maloney and talk shit to Katie's mom. You are risking getting fucked up. You're lucky Katie doesn't want to lose her paycheck or she would have got up and blasted your ass. I'm pretty fucking sure of it. And you know that, um, Raquel was probably only really trying to fuck with Katie again because she was trying to impress Sandoval. I think so, because he thought that she was such a badass when she went after Lala. So I think that. And then what apparently we didn't see was Tom I Sandoval. We didn't see. Well, Tom Sandoval apparently told Terry to shut up. Shut yeah. the fuck up. And why Bravo edited that out? But that just goes to show you there was real. Re and then all this is happening, guys. He is defending Raquel. Against Terry Maloney, okay, while Ariana's sobbing at LVP's arms. I know. When Christina Kelly was like, um, you should be worried about her, not this. Like, Yes, your life, your relationship is over there, Tom. Like, I love Christina Kelly. And I wish that Christina Kelly could have been at the reunion, but she's not at the reunion because she literally gave birth, like, two days before they shot the reunion. And Charlie is also not at the reunion, which is a kind of a kicker, but I feel like Charlie wasn't in a lot of the season. She wasn't even in this last episode. So her only appearances were when I think the affair started. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, they really only care about people who were previously entangled in this situation one way or another. This they're, is like, like, they're like, this is going to be three parts. And you know that probably like 10 minutes of it is going to be about something non-Scandival or Raquel based. Yeah, I think that it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out, especially since they do it in segments, one with Sheena, one with Raquel. But it looks like Ariana holds her own, and I think that it's going to be wild. Next week, we are going to see the fallout, guys. We are going to see, oh, I'm stressed. I'm stressed just thinking about it because holy fuck. 
The commercials just always fucking stress me out because Bravo adds that really like heart racing music and like there's always something like oh like gasping Rick, and like when Ariana screams every single time I don't give a fuck about fucking Raquel I have chills like okay and let's just take it back for one quick second when Katie was chewing Rachel's ass up Lala enjoyed every last second of watching Katie annihilate Raquel because Lala hates Raquel and yeah. she wanted to step in, but she was like, mm -mm, I'm going to let my girl have like, this. Like she was about to like get out of her chair and then she's like kind of like rocked herself back in. Cause I think that was around <laughs> the time Katie was like, you dumb cunt. And, and Lala was like, okay, she's got this. Did you hear when, when she said Lala was like, wait, she said something. And yeah, I think she was going to get involved. And then Katie said something and Lala goes, woo. <laughs> Like she, then she's like, all right, here we go, bitch. You know, and then Katie's mom was like, Katie, don't do this, don't do that. And then Katie's like, no, you dumb. Cunt. I was just like, but her mom did. And did you notice this? Her mom told Raquel to shut up. Yeah. She was like, you shut up. She was like, you shut up. This is so wrong. Yeah. So, and then there's fucking Schwartz hiding behind a fucking tree. And even LVB, LVP called him out. She was like, and there's fucking Tom Schwartz over there hiding behind a tree. Like, he can't even come while the girls fight. And you I'm know surprised what? That he even had the balls to have that whole conversation with Terry. I wonder, you want to know what I really wonder? How all of this would have played out had Sheena been there. Because I don't think Sheena would have let Raquel and Tom, like, I don't know. I feel like she wouldn't have let it escalate to that place. Like she would have interjected or something, right? I haven't been watching, but where the hell is she on the honeymoon? She had COVID. Oh. And she was like, I don't feel sick, but they just tested me positive for COVID. So I can't come. And so she was upset because she wanted to be at the something about her thing. Yeah. So, and oh, let's touch on that really quickly before we close. I have to say, um, word on the street is that something about her is going to be opening some point this summer. They're not giving a opening date, but they are getting closer. I love the logo. I loved Ariana's outfit. Let's just like be real. And Katie's. I loved that silk dress. But the sandwiches look so cute. The space looks adorable. Like if I go to LA, I'm definitely going to go have a cocktail and a little sandwich at something about her. I mean, like be ready for probably like a 20 hour line because you know, that place is going to like, they already probably need a bigger venue. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> after all of this, like an Ariana is like fucking winning lately. Well, you know what? And if anything can come out of this, it's that she's going to number one, secure the bag. Number two, she's not married to this man while she's making all of this income. So she's not going to have to split anything with him. So that's also good. You know, Bloomingdale's just gave her a shopping spree. She's going on Dance with the Stars. She filmed the movie. She's got a million things that are coming up. And top of something about her coming, you know, having an opening this summer. And she's rolled out her merch line, too. Like, I should have been wearing my born fucking cool sweatshirt right now. Yeah. You know? So she's doing really good. But also before we wrap it up what was your favorite moment from the reunion trailer um when you can pick one i think when james called them poo poo heads both of you are poo poo heads <laughs> he's like poo poo heads you're both and then andy's like james i, I love they, it 
Andy <laughs> has that tone. He's he like, means- James. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to go on a timeout. <laughs> and then Ariana and like um, Katie are so amused by him. I, I thought that that was great. What about if, you? If I had one, it'd probably be when Schwartz was like uh, saying that he found out in late August and Sandoval's like, late August? Oh, and, yeah. and Lala's like, oh, you guys didn't get your timelines to match up? Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's also nothing I love more than an activated Lala as well. Apparently, I love when bitches be getting activated because when Raquel tries to come at them and say, Lala can't talk, her and James fucked. Lala was like, I wasn't your best friend, ho. Like she stands up and she points their finger and it's like, yes. So I cannot wait. So, and now we see who the fight's going to be between, which is Tom Sandoval and uh, James Kennedy. So we didn't know who the fight was going to be between, but, and then we also get the great moment where James goes, you're just a woman with a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) And also like, I am interested to see how this fight breaks out because apparently Andy's cards go flying, but Andy's like, my cards. I know. I love when Andy's like defeated. You know what I mean? He's just like, meh. It's like, guess what? It doesn't have to be a cast full of housewives for them to kick your ass. VPR is here and they are fucking younger and fresher and they have more stamina. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they've always been fucking wild from day one. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he knows how Lala and James are. Like that's why they aren't really allowed to watch what happens live together anymore. And so they- now we're gonna get this uncensored. That's the best part, guys. Uncensored Lala and James, Katie. Oh, James. Wait, no. Lala just um, pled to Andy Cohen. She goes. Look, James and I haven't been allowed to be back on Watch What Happens Live together since our first appearance when, you know, all those years ago we were crazy. She goes, but I'm sober now, so I can control myself. Please let me come on Watch What Happens Live with James. And I would pay for that. So let's see. Hopefully we've got three episodes of Reunion and we have the finale. So that ultimately is giving us four more episodes of Vanderpump Rules. And then... We don't know where those Andy one-on-ones are going to fit. Is that episode three or are those part of the things we're going to see on Peacock? We don't really know how things are going to fall, but we know we're getting four more episodes, people. So, And we'll we do more. also know that Ariana is going to be solo writing on Watch What Happens Live the night of the finale episode. So that's going to be really good. I mean, they probably need to just have the other people solo anyways, because it's like, it almost feels rude to have someone else there because it's like we're not talking about anything except for Scandal. Yeah. So make sure you guys are tuning in to the next Vanderpump Rules uh, finale episode, which is going to air Wednesday, May 17th. And then Ariana's going to be on the Watch What Happens Live immediately following that. And, uh, you know, we are going to be keeping all the updates on anything that could be Vanderpump Rules related on my page for sure and follow me i'm uh ariel at bravo and t and you've got ricky at that bravo gay and then you've got our collective podcast account which is bravo critics make sure you're rating liking subscribing giving us some love we love doing this podcast and we want to know what you guys want to hear from us so as soon as vanderpump rules is over the the forum is open people and don't forget BravoCon is coming so we'll see, see you in vegas bitches All right, and until next time, cheers. Cheers. Everyone's a critic.